sugar, spice, and everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen to make the coolest drink, but Professor Coco added an extra ingredient to the concoction. Alcohol. <laughs> Look, let me do it over. I've been drinking too much of this. This is really good. This is some good shit. Like, this is really good. Like, this is fine. For real. You should taste some. Taste some. It's good. It's really good. All right. Bring it from the top. From the top. I ain't going to drink no more. I don't need no more. I don't need no more. I'm going to do it. Knock it out. One take. Ah, let me get it. <clears throat> Woo. Shake it off, Jones. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> yeah, pictures up. Pictures up. Pictures up. Let's roll sound. Rolling. Rolling. Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Take two. Mark. Coco's Potion, the mobile bartender. You can now get liquor on the pull-up, from jello shots to cocktails. All you have to do is hit up Coco's Potion on Instagram. She got pineapple Hennessy, Henny Berry, Henny Things. She also got black mimosa, Jamaican me cocoa, and lemon drops. That sounds fire. Just to name a few, she got a list of things. You can check out the menu too on her Instagram. You can also hit her up, shoot her a text to book or to make an order at 678-727-6940. That number is 678-727-6940. Or send her a DM on Instagram at Coco's Potion. Turn up, but drink responsibly. Must be 21 and older to purchase. Make sure you got your ID. Yeah, man. I understand that we're getting trapping all day. I understand that we've been robbing all day. But one part of the day you gotta cut on Illinois Radio. You're now tuned in with Illinois Radio with your host Vico, Illinois Jones, and Pretty Riot. Turn your radios up and spread the noise. You're tuning into Chicago's most valuable online radio show. I'm your host Vico. It's your girl Pretty Riot. And I'm your boy Illinois Jones. And you recently heard Ross Mack with his single A Dub. And of course, feel free to download that Illinois app. Of course, subscribe on YouTube if you're watching. Hit that subscribe button. You can also stream our podcast on your preferred podcast platform search illinois radio and we there and what we like to do at this time is bring you the illest guests from around the city and globe and today we got the homie ross mack in the building yo 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 how you feeling man i'm feeling amazing i appreciate y'all having me you know Appreciate, I appreciate you stopping through on times like this. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a lot going going on nowadays. Like, how have you been coping with like the pandemic? Uh, yeah, we gonna start like that. How have you been coping with the pandemic lately? Um, I mean, I think the pandemic is unfortunately impacting us um, at a disproportionate rate, and as a result, you know, I've been trying to find ways to just try to find a way to you know educate us, right? So, like, you know, you. You can do other things, you know, you could, you know, try to give back. Like I say, I've been supporting a lot of black businesses through this, you know, for the most part, I try only to buy black right now, um, because when you look at over the 40 million people that's unemployed, vast majority are people of color. And so, you know, that's one way of trying to cope with it and trying to help our community. But more importantly, I've been really going hard on the economics in a way of just trying to help educate our people, because when I look at times like now, the wealth gap disparity going to only get larger mm-hmm. after this, right? And so, you know, when you look at what's going on, like the stock market is back to where it once was, like the stock market back to damn near where it was at the beginning of the year. And that's 
saying that they don't give a fuck about you curse on here. Go ahead, do you? you can, they don't give a fuck about the fact that it's forty million people unemployed, right? So what that's telling you is that the rich are getting richer. I don't know if y'all saw the stuff that's been going viral talking about the billionaires made a ex like a, a like four hundred billion or yeah. something, something wild. Like the four billionaires made an extra four hundred billion, some wild statistic saw, like that. I saw a clip of it. Yeah, and so when you look at stuff like that, it's like you know what could I do as a person, like as a human, what what am I doing? And so what I've been really trying to do is just really even go harder on, you know, helping our community get smarter because when it comes to, you know, the, the, you know, racism and inequality, it just manifested its way into today's society, right? It just evolved into, you know, blacks getting, you know, the worst, the, the, the worst of everything, right? You know, when, when coronavirus first hit, there was no testing centers in the hood. That's at why, all. you know what I'm saying? So when you look at stuff like that, it's like, okay, what, a, what am I able to do? Right. I ain't no, I'm not a doctor. I can't help with that, but I do have a background in finance. So what I can do is try to help uplift our community through means of financial literacy. And I think, you know, that in addition to a lot of other things, you know, going to try to help better our community. Like literally right before I got here, I was down um, marching for a little bit right there on um, at the, at the federal plaza building. Um, me and wifey went over there for a second. How was know. that? You know, uh, let people know your experience, um, mm-hmm. you know, being down there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Um, you know, but what's, what's crazy <laughs> is that when I went down there, you know, it, 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 it incites a lot of stuff in you, a lot of emotions. But when you look around, it's like sometimes as a, as a black man, you know, you feel alone in society, right? Where you look up, you know, turn on the TV, the news, we always being, you know, demonized. But when you get out there, it's a lot of love. Like it was more white people out there than black people when I was there. You know what I mean? During the daytime, you know what I mean? And so maybe nighttime, it might tee up a little more and, you know, it might incite some more violent or something. It is what it is. But, you know, we've been protesting for forever. So, you know what I mean? It's like going down there, just like, damn, I remember doing this five years ago. You know what I mean? I think I was living in New York when I was out there after uh, Eric Garner. And it's like stuff don't never change. You know what I mean? And so it's like for me, I put a post out today like, you know, my way of trying to enact change is through educating the hood. Mm, that's pretty dope, man. I came across you, shout out to Smash Cash Radio, but I uh, came across you, um, I came to a video shoot um, at Refuge with you and um, Asa. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and watching you, Yeah, I think so. It was a club. It was like a party to join. So, seeing like watching you grow and develop, like what 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 pushed you into this direction, and you know, and, and what helped you mature along the way. Mm, yeah, no, um, great, great, great question. Uh, that was a dope video. Yeah, that was a dope video. Too. I was lit. It was at. Uh, I'm gonna tell you where it was at. It was at um, Velvet Lounge. Okay, okay, right there on 22nd Street. Uh, Kenny, shout out Kenny Johnson who owned it. One of the homies. Uh, we got a spot. I helped invest in Bureau Bar when they opened back up. Go to Bureau Bar UIC. Um, but now, so in terms of just maturing from that, it's just like, you know, that was a very pivotal point in my life because, you know, we had an amazing single. Shout out to Asa two times, my brother. Um, but, you know, what's just kept going since that was like during that time, I was fully like working at a hedge fund here in Chicago. And so my music has always, for the most part, been like, how can I try to take some of the things I've learned in just my general life and being exposed to other things, you know, and still bring that into the music and bring that into the community. Cause at the end of the day, like the number one way of marketing right now is meet your audience where they're at. 
And so, you know, having a song on the radio, it's like, all right, you know, if the audience is listening to the radio, if they already in, interacting with the music, let me try to put my gems in the music, too. So, you know, since then, I've definitely been putting a lot of more, you know, kind of financial literate type of things, but still on some trap vibes, right. but still putting that into the music. I caught so. that in one record. When you homie called him, was like, yo, I'm trying to flip some bread. Yeah. I think that was pretty dope. I think that I think that's something... Everybody from where we from need yep. to hear that. Yep. You feel yes, me? Sir. That's a song that I, I related to. What was that song? Yeah. Name of the song again? called "Go Legit," uh, featuring my big brother Saeed. Yeah, that's um, that's hard. That's, we that's shot a video for that. It's it's the video gonna be ignorant because it's gonna be you gonna see the two dualities of life, right? Like literally, it's my blood brother, and you got two dualities of life, and that's generally the the narrative of of all the hoods, right? You got. Everybody's on you. You on one side of the fence or the other side of the fence, but we all got the same upbringing. And so for me, it's like, yo, the hustle's the exact same, right. right? The exact same. My hustling in the street, hustling and on some finance stuff is the exact same. You know, you got your product, you gonna have your profits and losses. And so for me, the song itself is just literally um, trying to, you know, help open a person's eyes to, you know, effectively kind of going legit. You know what I mean? And so all my music is like, I'm not, you know, advocating for anything. And I'm, I'm not saying it's bad or it's good. But what I am going to tell you is just to how to navigate and, you know, take that money to make sure your family's straight. You know, how to how to take that money and move it, you know, legally, you know, in some other avenues where the hustle's still going to be yeah. the same. Yeah, I peeped that. Yeah, that that's same. my joint right there. I like, I like that Because you, you definitely... Um, are, are, are preaching in, in uh, macanomics. You giving game. Mm. It's up to the audience to listen and un, and really grab that game you're giving because you you literally letting people know how you can check a bag, and get to the money the right way, and um you put me on some stuff. That's I'm like damn. You know what? I might have to do that for my son. How you you oh, was talking God. about um in the song we just talked about. You were talking about like like huh. The 529 plan? Yeah, exactly. You were talking about how you could mm -hmm. uh, do something up to 10K or something. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, this man put me on game. I, I might need to take some time yeah. out and get more <laughs> I, in tune. I think, yeah, you get, you know, you get you a little investment. Uh, I'm sorry, get an investment account, a uh, brokerage account. And, you know, I think you could put up to like 10K without go. having to prove where the money came from. You know what I'm saying? And so... Street that's guys, y'all pay attention to this real, man. Saying. He gonna help you get legit. So, you know, that's just how it go. You know, when you make a... A deposit at the bank if it's over 10k cash you know we, yeah, it's coming we gotta you know be able to track where that money come from and so you know it was just a you know I'll probably get investigated by the SEC and shit but you know <laughs> it's just a fun it's just a you know you got your back you know I appreciate you we got you your back <laughs> we rolling with you y'all finna get me investigated <laughs> man them, them the different boys you know what I'm saying yo what's up everybody it's your girl Pretty Right and you just tuned back into Illinois Radio um, if you are listening to me in your headphones you should be listening on the Illinois app and if you aren't make sure you head over to the app store download the Illinois app stream us every Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. if you're watching my pretty face on YouTube be sure to hit that subscribe button and click that bell. And shout out to my girl, uh, see, look, I can't even talk. <laughs> Coco's potion. See, I, I almost had it, but gee, Coco. Yeah. Baby girl, thank you. That's all I'm going to say. If you ain't shop with Coco's potion, hit her up on Instagram at Coco's potion. Put your order in because it's, it's necessary. So we sitting here with Ross Mack. How you feeling? How you liking the Coco's Potion? Hey, I'm off the Coco Potion. <laughs> it got me decent. I ain't going to lie to you, Coco. You doing your thing, sweetheart. In fact, hey. so before we um, went on break, we kind of touched on like just financial literacy and stuff and like listening to your music. I, for one, really love the message behind it. But my question to you is, did you ever somewhat fear that there would be a disconnect with you putting music out about financial literacy, considering that I feel like that's something that I've never I've never heard anyone do? Yeah, no, nah, that I mean, 
you that's a, a crazy amazing question because like at the end of the day you look at the music that sells mm-hmm. the music that's gonna sell it's about something materialistic or it, get, or it got something to do with some guns and some killing like that's all people listen to and I'm guilty too I listen to the same music and so when it came to trying to say you know will it be a disconnect I tried to I tried to find the way that's most what my experiences are growing up what they were growing up you know is vastly different from you know a lot of other people just because I was lucky enough to probably go to that school or you know lucky enough my mom sent me to that school and you know I don't like the fact that, you know, our experiences and what we exposed to in our hoods are so much different than what our counterparts, that's Asian, white, and, you know, other races, right? And so for me, it was like, I just want to bring them experiences back to my same people because the only thing that truly separate us from making money, from, you know, climbing up the social ladder, besides the fact that we black, you know what I mean, is what we expose to, what we deem is necessary, right? Like at the end of the day, if I'm listening to a song that's telling me like, yo, you know, this type of drug is cool, you know what I mean? If that's what I'm accustomed to, I'm gonna go see what that drug do. And so for me, the same thing with the music is like, if I'm telling you, yo, that's how you can really make money. That's how I can make sure that, you know, I can show you how to be a millionaire right now, they gonna listen. Right. And if I tell them something that they ain't ever heard, like, like, look, how about this? How about just buy life insurance on yourself? I promise you, you're going to set your kids up. They're going to be like, okay, you know what I mean? And so it's literally like what my experiences were. I was able to make it out the hood, not as a basketball player. Right. Like, and that's what I thought I was going to be. And so the fact that I looked up, I felt and I felt compelled to bring a message back to the people that look like me, because like I say, I went to school, I went to Ivy League school. Then I moved to New York. And while I was in New York, I was still detached from the hood because, you know, I'm working every day. I work 12 hours, you know what I mean? And it wasn't until I moved back to Chicago a couple of years ago that I got back in tune with some of my homies, some of my best friends who didn't get locked up, got hit, you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. And then we just started talking and it's like so many things that I was taking for granted, they just didn't know. And the reason they didn't know was not because they dumb, they just wasn't exposed to it. And so my mission and the way I look at the music is like, if I'm if I can expose the people that look like me to what I've been exposed to, then, you know, we got to, we, we all going to do better. Like as a brother. And that's what I told my, my, my mans. I'm like, bro, you, my brother, you don't have to experience what I did in order for you to attain the same knowledge I did. If you, my brother, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know because that's just how brother's supposed to be. Right. And so if I fact reach one, teach one. And so if I know something that I can put you on game, I don't want no money for it. I'm going to just tell you because that's how, you know, that's how OG is supposed to be. You're supposed to be teaching. You know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? I, I visit my uncle in the slammer. He going to tell me this is what you need to do not to go to the slam. Right. And if I'm, if I'm now, you know, when I used to work in finance and I'm around, you know, pure one percenters, minds who purely, you know, real life millionaires, you know what I mean? Really, really millionaires. And, you just start listening to some of the things they do. You know what I mean? It's like you start learning the tricks that Donald Trump do. Like the reason he pay no taxes. It's okay. Let me take that same game and educate the hood. Like, oh, yeah, I'll tell moms, like, look, look, you know, get you an LLC. You start running your expenses through there. That's going to help, you know, minimize how, many, how much that you pay in taxes. So your refund going to be bigger. You know, it just be little things like that. That's always making me say, like, us as a people, the reason we are where we are and obviously there's so many reasons, systemic racism and all that. But another reason is because we just aren't exposed to financial literacy. And if that's the case, it's like, all right, that's my, that's where I'm at. Let me be that guy. So do you feel like exposure is pretty much like the first step to, you know, like breaking generational curses of poverty for black people? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Right. Everything that comes from. You either get you either build generational wealth or you susceptible to generational curses. 
And um, the biggest thing to that, like, like I say, is education. And we already know, like, we don't have the same access and resources to education, right? Because um, our community's underfunded, right? You know what I mean? When it looked to, you know, the budgeting, Democrats and Republicans, they're going to say, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you looked at which schools was getting closed down back when all that stuff was happening. It's our schools, right? Yep. And so when you look at where the education budgets and all that go, <clears throat> it's not to our community. But due to the new era we in, Technology. Everybody got technology. Everybody got the internet. And so now, for me, it's like you know, I would never in my life want to go to school to become like a professor or something to teach someone. But you know, the barriers to entries are now lower. So now I can use my platform, right? Shout out to Revolt TV. Like I'm able to now utilize that platform and educate mogs in the the easiest way to digest it. Like pure four or five minutes, right? We spend. My I know people that spend. 30 minutes alone on one post reading the comments. You feel me? So like we spend so much of our time on social media. If it's like, look, I'm gonna meet you where you at. If you're gonna lend me four or five minutes of your time today, promise you I'm gonna teach you something that either you should have known or you gonna, it's gonna help you know something that's gonna help, you know, your your family in the future. Just one little tip that you didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I gotta ask you, you know, speaking on Revolt, how did it get to the, <clears throat> get to the bag? How did that segment even come into fruition. You know what I'm saying? That's To me, that's a dope segment, how you take callers, you break down the situation. Um, like, how did that come about? Man, so I started doing um, Maconomics, the series as a whole, um, purely just on my social media a little over a year ago. And, you know, one of the things that I went, one of the things my moniker as, a, as an artist is I'm the Wall Street rapper. But that means nothing if there's nothing you know, if you can't really touch that, if you can't see that, right? Like every rapper, like, okay, Chief Keith, you know, I'm the rapper that was 16 at, that bust at the police first. Um, you know, if I'm, you know, everybody got their own thing. And so for me, I'm like, I'm the Wall Street rapper. Can't no rapper say they worked on Wall Street. And it's like, okay, what the, what, what, okay, tell me about that. Like, niggas don't know what that means. What is Wall Street? And so at that moment, it's like, you know what? I'm still not doing enough. So now let me start actually making these, you know, small segments. And they started out me doing it just a minute on my own IG. And then I started to meet people that were actually at Revolt. I met um, I met someone down at uh, South by Southwest, and then I met uh, another homie that worked at Revolt. And so they both were separately saying, "Yo, this Maconomics that he's doing on his IG is legit, bro. We need to have this." And so they started like towards the end of last year, they started just reposting my stuff, like purely reposting. And they were like, you know, they I think they were doing it as a test to see what the engagement was like. Okay, how many comments? How many views on that? You know. And it's like, okay, people liking this, you know what I mean? Like Diddy's all about black empowerment, right? Like he's huge on that. And so when they started reposting my stuff, they was like, all right, we like this. It got some legs to it. Now let's build this out, start making your episodes a little longer. And then, you know, at the beginning of the year, we had a um, an actual, um, you know, content, you know, partnership. And it was just legit then. And when, can you let people know when it dropped, the, you know, the days, the times and things of that nature? Yeah, so um, on Revolt's platform is dropping every Wednesday, uh, once a week, every Wednesday, you know, you should always look at it. And to the people that actually get Revolt TV, definitely get in tune. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on TV. It's lit. On the real. <laughs> hey, that's huge. <laughs> that's, that's huge. You know what? We uh, we going to take a quick music break. I got Billy Jean uh, from you. It's, a, it's one of your recent singles, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so funny enough, <clears throat> I made this song about three, four years ago. I never was going to put it out until... I got a call from, um, you know, shout out Melissa. She was like, yo, um, this this Netflix show, uh, Outer Banks, wants to use your song. I'm like, all right, for sure, let's go. 
And once they put it in the song, I mean, I'm sorry, once they put the, the song in their, their show, then I look like, okay, the show lit. Oh, the show's now the number one show. I'm like, oh, it's lit. I'm putting the song out. <laughs> F it. Like, I literally, I, like, I wasn't even on no, like, I ain't, I ain't gonna put the song out because I generally, like, I made it one day. I, I was slapped. You know what I mean? I was just in a bag and then I made it. I was like, all right, it's cool. But I, you know, as artists, you be always like overthinking it. And then I was like, if the number one Netflix show think the song decent, I'm putting it out. On and so, right. Billy Jean. Right. Yo, y'all gotta go watch it. Look, you just put me on. Okay. Right. And I'll watch Outer Banks. Oh, yeah. Off the third the episode. Third episode. I'm gonna go rewatch like that. The show yeah, crazy. It's lit. I'm waiting for season two. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like that. Yeah, it's, it's it's a crazy show, yo. What's up? It's Illinois Jones, and right now you're tuning to the dopest show in the world, the illest thing to hit the streets since crack cocaine. Illinois Radio. I need y'all to go download the app at Illinois Radio, whether you got an Android or an Apple phone or iPhone, however you want to, whatever you want to call it, you can go get it. You feel me? And you can also click that bell right on your YouTube, bink, subscribe to us over there, or your Apple Podcast and Spotify. <laughs> you feel me? I got my boy Ross Mac in the building with me. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> this man's here, Bink. Bink? Bink? Yeah, you got Ooh, Bink? Yeah, that's how you do it. You know, you got to, when you hit that button, you feel me? Bink, you feel me? When you hit that button, you feel me? So look, right, so, you know, we was talking about, um before we went to Ray, we was talking about your revolt, and I was, um I, I saw when I was reading your bio, you you do this um seminar called Drills. Yes, sir. And I wanted to speak on that, and I wanted to understand what, 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 what was the, um, Motivation behind that to create that? Um, man, so me and my one of my best friends who we used to live together in New York, uh, we started doing these parties uh, out our crib in New York, right? Um, and it went from, you know, a couple 30 people, 40 people, 100 people, uh, 200 people. And then we had to like start renting, you know, places to do it. And then one, one thing we started to understand is that we had a a very select target audience that came to our drills. And that's like that very, you know, niche educated black people. Um, you know, and as a result, you know, we started to branch out and do it in more cities. And the biggest thing was like, we started to partner with brands and that was like the best part. Right. And so it's like, you know, bringing that curation of good music, good people, and good brands under one roof. It's like, you know, the drills just kind of took off for its own. So, you know, we've done events and, you know, New York, Philly, D.C., Atlanta, Miami, Chicago, L.A., Austin, Texas, um, you know, and it, we just trying to keep it going. And so for me, I love the drills, especially in Chicago. It's a way for one, you know, getting a couple, five, six, seven, eight hundred people under one roof and bringing out some of the dopest acts. Right. Like when pe I think I have a layout before he got, you know, signed a Dev Jam, you know, I bring out Jeremiah, you know, in other cities we bring out artists and stuff, too. But. Obviously, I myself gonna perform at a drill too. Uh, Ace will be be performing as well, but it's just a, a pure vibe. You know what I mean? There don't be no fights, no dumb shit. So I love the drills for that reason. Uh, it seems like you got your hands in everything, mm -hmm. man. Like, what's some what what keeps you going to do so much and bring people? Because it seems like you like to bring people together. Yeah, you know, bringing people together. What what what's <clears throat> the what's the influence behind that? Man, I think it's it just kind of who I am. Like. Everything that I felt like I started, I did it for free, right? I was throwing parties for free. Like, I, I wasn't trying to make no money. We started at the crib. Just pull up. Homies, you can't get in if you ain't got a bottle. You feel me? Ladies, y'all good. Don't, okay, you can go back, go get a bottle, bro. You got, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Same with the macronomics and all that. And for me, it's just, you know, 
Um, I just never content, you know. Uh, you know, if I sit, I, I try to make the most of my time. I'm always thinking, like, all right, I should be doing something else. I should be making this song. I should be making this magnum. So I should be trying to reach an email, send an email out to, you know, throw another event or do this, or do that. You know what I mean? And so it's just, you know, never getting content and always, you know, just trying to strive for some more doper stuff. Right? Is it was it hard for you to get like, cause as an artist, as a businessman. And this, you got so much going on. Was it hard to get everything on the same level and to kind of get everything to flow yeah. on the same, like the same, on the same rhythm? Yeah, no, without a doubt, you, you you're gonna naturally have some things that are gonna go a lot further than the others, right? And it's just about trying to keep that same energy with all the other, you know, business ventures. Um, and so, you know, just. Continuing to grind day in, day out to, you know, say, okay, how can I get, you know, my music on this platform? How can I get my parties on that type of platform? And so it's just a constant grind. But it's like, you know, when it pay off, then it'd be like, all right, then it feel easy. But, you know, it definitely be a grind at first for sure. How long have you been, how long have you been grinding? Shit, since I was in the womb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was tough in there, you know what I mean? All my life I had to grind. Like Seeley, you hear me? But now nah, the grind real, man. You know, it's like, because it'd be like, what you grinding for? So, you know, a lot of people be like, you know, I'm grinding for my last name. And it was real, re- it wasn't, you know, it was within the past couple of years, it was like, you know, I'm trying to grind for our people now. And so that grind, I don't think that's going to ever stop. Yeah, you see, and uh, for those that actually pay attention, they see the change. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's bigger than music. It's yes, way sir. bigger than music, and that's what I respect uh, uh, about I you. I appreciate that, bro. Like, um, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm a, I ain't going to say it. Uh, I'm going to say this. As far as, like, with, because I wanted to go back to when we were talking about financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Now, you were talking about, you know, stocks, Wall Street, things of that nature. What's something that you would like to share to those that, that you know, during this time, how we in a pandemic, money short, what's something you would like to tell people of, I guess, uh, some recommendations you would let them know to do it with their money to come out of this this situation on a positive note? Mm-hmm. Man, great, great question. Um, great point, I should say. I, I think the first thing, man, is understand that it's a huge misconception when it comes to, like, investing, right? You know, like... And it's reasons, right? It's it's systemic reasons. You know what I mean? It's like the same reason a lot of black people don't trust the banking system. Like, I ain't putting my money in the bank. I'm going to just hold on to it, yada, yada. Like, one of the things I be trying to tell people is, like, it's a misconception. Like, you don't got to be rich to start investing. It's not difficult to invest, right? And so once you, you know, get comfortable with that, understand this is, like, I tell people this all the time. Like, you're technically losing money by only putting it in the bank, and it sounds Ooh. dumb, right? But a lot of people be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm saving up. I'm saving up. And when they're telling me they're just saving up and they're not investing, I help them understand, like, there's a thing called inflation that's going to impact us every day. And what inflation is, the cost of goods rising over time. And so when we was all shorties, we can go to the, the corner store with a dollar. Chips for 25 cents. Look, the dollar gets you <laughs> get you two bags of Flamin' Hots, uh, uh, right a zebra cake, yeah. a, and juice, a, juice. a juice, some fruities. For a dollar, you hear me? Oh. You good. You hear me? It was penny candy, then yeah. the candy went to five cents, then 10 cents. And so what that means is like the price of goods always going up. Rent is higher. College prices is higher. And so that same thing is I be telling people like this happens every year to two to three percent. So it's inflation rate two to three percent every year. So if you got $100 right now, that's going to really be worth like $97 next year. Mm. 
And so when I tell a person that, they be like, oh, damn, okay, that makes sense. So then I tell them this. When you put your money in a bank account, you really only getting like 0.1% on your money, right? Like if you look at what your bank account savings rate is, it's going to be less than 1%. So that alone lets you know in order for your money to grow at the pace of inflation, you need to be trying to make at least 2 to 3% on your money, bare minimum. Then I tell moms like this. So now that you know why it's important to invest, I right, boom, now let's show you how to invest. And then I tell them this. You don't got to be a genius. You don't got to be a brainiac. The smartest investor of all time, Warren Buffett going to tell you to do one thing. Just buy an index. An index, a basket of goods. Same shit we all experienced when we was in college. They tell you, um, you know, uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, okay, what college you want to go to? All right, you want to go to that one, but also, you know, apply to some lesser, you know, quality and some higher quality. That way you you diversify. Same thing with investing, right? So buying an index, you know, like the S&P 500, you're going to own 500 companies, the largest, best performing countries that represent, I'm sorry, best performing companies that represent America. You put your money in them companies and you ain't got to do nothing else. You know what I mean? If you start investing... Put your money in, a, in an index. You ain't got to be a brainiac. All you got to do is be consistent and disciplined. You leave your money in there and it's going to grow over time. It's proven. It's proven meaning that your money on average for the past however many years of stock market, over 100 years, literally the stock market is going to get you 10% each year. And so understanding that, like some years going to go up 30%, go down 10%, go up 5%, go down 3%. But on average, once you take the average over the long term, the money's going to grow at 10% annually. And so to really put that in perspective, in the 1950s, if our grandparents would have put $10,000 into the stock market, that today would be worth over $50 million. And the reason is that is because something called compounding interest, which is when you allow the money you're making, so the interest you're making on your money is now being reinvested. So your interest is making money. So you making interest on interest. So racks on racks on racks for real though. And that's what investing is. So it ain't a hard concept. So anybody listening, you know what I mean? Definitely go, you know, subscribe to Maconomics because what it is is just me helping dispel any any like misconceptions like investing is not rocket science, right? We can make it tougher if you want, but I'm gonna give you the basics just to make sure that you equipped, you know, to make money moving forward. Man, man that's deep right there, man. Did you see the, the eye contact I just got? I was in it, my brother. <laughs> I was in it, man. Uh, I mean, Maconomics is out now. Uh, let people know where they can find the project. Uh, also, let people know where they can find you as well. Yeah, man. Once again, shout out Illinois. You already know, man. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Appreciate my name you is. Yes, sir. My name is Ross Mack. You can follow me on every social platform at I'm Ross Mack. So that's I M. Ross Mac, I'm no A, no am. So I'm Ross Mac. Um, definitely go subscribe to the YouTube. You'll see it there. Uh, Ross Mac. Go listen to the music too, man. Uh, Ross Mac. That's two dollar signs though. R O double dollar sign Mac. Go listen to Maconomics One on One, man. We got a lot of dope stuff coming. Uh, I got a music tech company. I want to put y'all in tune. We got to figure out how to get Illinois Radio to do some dope vibes. Um, it's amazing. It's called Up Next. Mm. We got to get that too. But man, appreciate it. Definitely go follow the. Follow the follow the wave, and you see a dope. More importantly, if you see a dope Maconomics episode, I do share it with your homies. You know, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't need the fake love on IG. Like, yo, this dope. If you really find it dope, press copy and send it to somebody you know who need to hear it. You know what I mean? Like, I sent it. Like, I did something yesterday. Literally yesterday is five twenty nine day, right? And that's May twenty ninth. And five twenty nine day is is something that all our parents. Well, I know my parents didn't know about. But I wouldn't have graduated college with, with student debt. And the reason it's so dope is like imagine putting, you know, a thousand dollars 
in a in a in a five twenty nine account every year, right? As your kid is born for eighteen. Yo, what's up? It's Illinois Jones, and right now you're tuned into the dopest show in the world, the illest thing to hit the streets since crack cocaine. Illinois Radio. I need y'all to go download the app at Illinois Radio, whether you got an Android or an Apple phone or iPhone, however you want to, whatever you want to call it, you can go get it, you feel me? And you can also click that bell right on your YouTube, Bink, subscribe to us over there, or your Apple Podcasts and Spotify, <laughs> you feel me? I got my boy Ross Mack in the building with me. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. This man's here, Bink. Bink? Yeah, you got Boop, it. Bink? Yeah, that's how you do it. You know, you got to, when you hit that button, you feel me? Bink, you feel me? When you hit that button, you feel me? So look, right, so, you know, we was talking about, um before we went to Ray, we was talking about your revolt, and I was, um and I saw when I was reading your bio, you you do this um seminar called Drills. Yes, sir. And I wanted to speak on that, and I wanted to understand what, 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 what was the um motivation behind that to create that. Um, man, so me and my one of my best friends who we used to live together in New York, uh, we started doing these parties uh, out our crib in New York, right? Um, and it went from, you know, a couple 30 people, 40 people, 100 people, uh, 200 people. And then we had to, like, start renting, you know, places to do it. And then one, one thing we started to understand is that we had a a very select target audience that came to our drills. And that's, like, that very you know, niche educated black people, um, you know, and as a result, you know, we started to branch out and do it in more cities. And the biggest thing was like, we started to partner with brands and that was like the best part, right? And so it's like, you know, bringing that curation of good music, good people and good brands under one roof, it's like, you know, the drills just kind of took off for its own. So, you know, we've done events in, you know, New York, Philly, DC, Atlanta, Miami, Chicago, LA, Austin, Texas, uh, you know, and it, it, we just trying to keep it going. And so for me, I love the drills, especially in Chicago. It's a way for one, you know, getting a couple, five, six, seven, eight hundred people under one roof and bringing out some of the dopest acts, right? Like when pe- I think I have a layout before he got, you know, signed a Dev Jam, you know, I bring out Jeremiah, you know, in other cities we bring out artists and stuff too, but obviously I myself going to perform at a drill too. Uh, Ace will be, be performing as well, but it's just a, Pure vibe, you know what I mean. It don't be no fights, no dumb shit. So I love the drills for that reason. Uh, it seemed like you got your hands in everything, mm-hmm. man. Like, what's some what what keeps you going to do so much and bring people? Because it seemed like you like to bring people together. Yeah, you know, bringing people together. What what what's <clears throat> the what's the influence behind that? Man, I think it's it just kind of who I am. Like everything that I felt like I started, I did it for free. Right, I was throwing parties for free. Like I, I wasn't trying to make no money. We throwing it at the crib. Just pull up, homies. You can't get in if you ain't got a bottle. You feel me, ladies? Y'all good? Don't. Okay, you can go back, go get a bottle, bro. You got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Same with the economics and all that. And for me, it's just you know, um, I'm just never content. You know, uh, you know, if I sit, I, I try to make the most of my time. I'm always thinking like, all right, I should be doing something else. I should be making this song. I should be making this economics. I should be trying to reach an email, send an email out to, you know, throw another event or do this or do that. You know what I mean? And so it's just, you know, never getting content and always, you know, just trying to strive for some more doper stuff. Right. Is it, was it hard for you to get like, cause as an artist, as a businessman and this, you got so much going on, was it hard to get everything on the same level and to kind of get everything to flow yeah. on the same, like the same, on the same rhythm? Yeah, no, without a doubt, you, you you're gonna naturally have some things that are gonna go 
a lot further than the others, right? And it's just about trying to keep that same energy with all the other, you know, business ventures. Um, and so, you know, just continuing to grind day in, day out to, you know, say, okay, how can I get, you know, my music on this platform? How can I get my parties on that type of platform? And so it's just a constant grind, but it's like, you know, when it pay off, then it'd be like, all right, then it feel easy. But, you know, it definitely be a grind at first for sure. How long have you been, how long have you been grinding? Since I was in the womb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was tough in there. You know what I mean? All my life I had to grind. Like, see, you hear me? But now the grind real, man. You know, it's like, because it'd be like, what you grinding for? So, you know, a lot of people be like, you know, I'm grinding for my last name. And it was real, re- it wasn't, you know, it was within the past couple of years. It was like, you know, I'm trying to grind for our people now. And so that grind, I don't think that's going to ever stop. Yeah, you see, and uh, for those that actually pay attention, they see the change. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's bigger than music. It's yes, way sir. bigger than music, and that's what I respect uh, oh, about I you. I appreciate that, bro. Like, um, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm a, I ain't going to say it. Uh, I'm going to say this. As far as, like, with, because I wanted to go back to when we were talking about financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Now, you were talking about, you know, stocks, Wall Street, things of that nature. What's something that you would like to share to those that, that you know, during this time, how we in a pandemic, money short, what's something you would like to tell people of, I guess, uh, some recommendations you would let them know to do with, with their money to come out of this, this situation on a positive note? Mm-hmm. Man, great, great question. Um, great point, I should say. I, I think the first thing, man, is understand that this is a huge misconception when it comes to, like, investing, right? You know, like... And it's reasons, right? It's it's systemic reasons. You know what I mean? It's like the same reason a lot of black people don't trust the banking system. Like, I ain't putting my money in the bank. I'm gonna just hold on to it, yada, yada. Like, one of the things I be trying to tell people is like, it's a misconception. Like, you don't gotta be rich to start investing. It's not difficult to invest, right? And so, once you, you know, get comfortable with that, understand this is like, I tell people this all the time, like, you're technically losing money by only putting it in a bank. And it sounds Ooh. dumb, right? But a lot of people be like, oh no, I'm, I'm saving up, I'm saving up. And when they telling me they just saving up and they not investing, I help them understand like, there's a thing called inflation that's gonna impact us every day. And what inflation is, the cost of goods rising over time. And so when we was all shorties, we can go to the, the corner store with a dollar. Chips for 25 cents. Look, the dollar gets you get you two bags of Flamin' Hots, a, a, right a, a zebra cake, yep. a, and juice, juice. a juice, some fruity for a dollar. You hear me? You good. You hear me? It was penny candy, then yep. the candy went to five cents, then 10 cents. And so what that means is like the price of goods always going up. Rent is higher. College prices is higher. And so that same thing is I be telling people like this happens every year to two to three percent. So it's inflation rate two to three percent every year. So if you got $100 right now, that's going to really be worth like $97 next year. Mm. And so when I tell a person that, they be like, oh, damn, okay, that makes sense. So then I tell them this. When you put your money in a bank account, you're really only getting like 0.1% on your money, right? Like if you look at what your bank account savings rate is, it's going to be less than 1%. So that alone lets you know in order for your money to grow at the pace of inflation, you need to be trying to make at least 2 to 3% on your money, bare minimum. Then I tell Mars like this. So now that you know why it's important to invest, all right, boom, now let's show you how to invest. And then I tell them this. You don't got to be a genius. You don't got to be a brainiac. The smartest investor of all time, Warren Buffett going to tell you to do one thing. Just buy an index. An index, a basket of goods. Same shit we all experienced when we was in college. They tell you, um, you know, uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket. 
like, okay, what's college you want to go to? All right. You want to go to that one, but also, you know, apply to some lesser, you know, quality and some higher quality. That way you, you diversify. Same thing with investing, right? So buying an index, you know, like the S and P 500, you're going to own 500 companies, the largest, best performing countries that represent, I'm sorry, best performing companies that represent America. You put your money in them companies and you don't got to do nothing else. You know what I mean? If you start investing, Put your money in, a, in an index. You ain't got to be a brainiac. All you got to do is be consistent and disciplined. You leave your money in there and it's going to grow over time. It's proven. It's proven meaning that your money on average for the past however many years of stock market, over 100 years, literally the stock market is going to get you 10% each year. And so understanding that, like some years going to go up 30%, go down 10%, go up 5%, go down 3%. But on average, once you take the average over the long term, the money's going to grow at 10% annually. And so to really put that in perspective, in the 1950s, if our grandparents would have put $10,000 into the stock market, that today would be worth over $50 million. And the reason is that is because something called compounding interest, which is when you allow the money you're making, so the interest you're making on your money is now being reinvested. So your interest is making money. So you make an interest on interest. So racks on racks on racks for real though. And that's what investing is. So it ain't a hard concept. So anybody listening, you know what I mean? Definitely go, you know, subscribe to Maconomics because what it is is just me helping dispel any, any like misconceptions. Like investing is not rocket science, right? We can make it tougher if you want, but I'm gonna give you the basics just to make sure that you equipped, you know, to make money moving forward. Man, man that's deep right there, man. Did you see the, the eye contact I just got? I was in it, my brother. <laughs> I was in it, man. Uh, I mean, Maconomics is out now. Uh, let people know where they can find the project. Uh, also, let people know where they can find you as well. Yeah, man. Once again, shout out Illinois. You already know, man. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all having me, man. My name you is. Yes, sir. My name is Ross Mack. You can follow me on every social platform at I'm Ross Mack. So that's I M. Ross Mack, I'm no A, no am. So I'm Ross Mack. Um, definitely go subscribe to the YouTube. You'll see it there, uh, Ross Mack. Go listen to the music too, man. Uh, Ross Mack, that's two dollar signs though. R O double dollar sign Mack. Go listen to Maconomics 101, man. We got a lot of dope stuff coming. Uh, I got a music tech company I want to put y'all in tune with. We got to figure out how to get Illinois Radio to do some dope vibes. Um, it's amazing. It's called Up Next. Mm. We got to get that too, but man, appreciate it. Definitely go follow the. Follow the follow the wave, and you see a dope. More importantly, if you see a dope Maconomics episode, I do share it with your homies. You know, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't need the fake love on IG. Like, yo, this dope. If you really find it dope, press copy and send it to somebody you know who need to hear it. You know what I mean? Like, I sent it. Like, I did something yesterday. Literally yesterday is five twenty nine day, right? And that's May 29th. And five twenty nine day is is something that all our parents. Well, I know my parents didn't know about but I wouldn't have graduated college with, with student debt. And the reason it's so dope is like, imagine putting, you know, a thousand dollars in a, in a, in a 529 account every year, right? As your kid is born for 18 years or $2,000, right? Say that $36,000 now that you would have put in there over the 18 years turned into over a hundred thousand dollars, over a hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Right. And so when you start looking at stuff like that, it's like, okay, no you know what I mean? It'd be small little things like that to ensure our community is, way better equipped, you know what I mean, for the world that we live in and it's hectic out here for us. Yes, it is. Shoes <laughs> dropping all, all day. show. Hey, yes, that's sir. that's that's why I'm happy you took our time to come by. Man, especially, I appreciate y'all. Especially through times like this. You left the protests mm-hmm. to come uh, you know, chit chat with us. Definitely salute you on that. Salute. Um 
Uh, appreciate everybody tuned in to the show today. Again, without you all, there's no us. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at official Biko. That's official B as in boy, E-K-O-E. Download that Illinois app to stay in tune with the latest news, podcasts, everything. Subscribe on Subscribe on YouTube, and you can also subscribe or follow and download our podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Pretty Riot, what's up? Hi, guys. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram at Pretty Riot. Tune into Super Pretty Pennies every Thursday at 12 p.m. I'm coming back this week. This week was just heavy. I didn't know what to talk about, but I got y'all coming back. Um, Twitter is at underscore Pretty Riot. If you outside protesting, just be safe. Know what you out there doing. But go crazy, shit. Fight for what we need. Don't want to put you on. Man, I'm on this cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all off the yeah, cocoa. You know what I mean? But, you know, uh, y'all can follow me at uh, on Instagram and Twitter at IllinoisJones88. I don't like y'all that much to get y'all my Snapchat and Facebook. But um, if you out there protesting, you know, protest hard. Protest safe. If you can't do both, stay your ass in the house. house. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button and uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We own it. Big peace. See you later, alligator. After all, crocodile. That's all, folks.